Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Welcome in. Isn't it great to be back again? Yeah. It's every week you're so full of joy to be here. I just it's enjoy it. I think it's great fun. It, it is, great... isn't it? Yeah. Is it? It is. And now I'm obsessed with what that bad tweet might have said. What? Did you read it? Someone bad tweet us. Oh, I don't know. Oh, oh, oh come on. <laughs> I'm going on. I'm having a look. Look, we get fucking beautiful handwritten cards. Oh, it's gorgeous. All right, give it to us. So, me whole. I can cope with the odd tweet. Okay, so this is from uh, a long time, long time, me whole. Um, we love you. It's a vulva on a chestnut. It's, yeah. Is it a chestnut? Chestnut, a vulva roasting on an open fire. Yeah, this is now, I think on post did the dirty on this, so like it's only Late. just arrived. Um, anyway. So I'll skip all the like really beautiful message just to me personally. And then, um, <laughs> so uh, he's just saying that uh, he really loves the creep dive and mother pod. And um, I hope you, Jen, and that other girl have a beautiful <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> Absolute. Uh, in jest, obviously. In, in, obviously. He, he's just ripping on, you know, all the... He's um, riffing on the... Everything still hurts me, Hold oh, Jesus Christ. Christ. I just want to say that 
uh, that other girl is full of shit because <laughs> she actually stopped me. I was about to read this earlier and she was like, do it on my. I was like, do it on Mike. I didn't realize it was that bad. <laughs> I was like, give him a little thank you. Welcome in. Also, we got dime bars. Oh, they were delicious. Can't wait to eat them on Mike. People love that. And also, I must have mentioned somewhere about my passionate love for the crispy onions. Me. That was me. When we were discussing oh. on about Ikea and we were like, what's the takeaway object? No, no, because this predates that episode. Oh, there you That's go. That's how in touch with us and our souls Michal is. Everyone loves so, us. So sent a, crisp, a packet of crispy onions along with a beautiful gift from like Liberty. <laughs> hard to swallow oh look wait me and me me and me i'm not have engaging a whole, a whole separate thing that is separate okay i'd like yeah. an apology but i do gift from want <laughs> to tell me hold Make on, it right, out to that most hilarious thing happened right the crispy onions burst in the package showering and marinating everything mm. in crispy onion so beautiful liberty package smells quite like crispy onion still good smell i was keeping that Oh yeah, <laughs> sweaty it's onion. It's so good. It's close it? to bo. I was actually. about to say, you know when like oh, yeah, you really it fancy like the inside a packet of crisps. Yeah, delicious. You know when you really fancy someone and you actually their bo is like compelling to you. Exactly. Or even sometimes my own. Like, give it a day or four. It can be like, it can get this depth to it. Oh, but I'm delicious. like, mm. and that it's is like your own personal that. ramen. Exactly, or like um, a paste, because ramen's kind of like diluted. But you whereas know, you this get is like stock. if you got the like miso oh, yeah. paste or something. Miso can do that too. Do you ever? Oh, anyway, yeah, it's the umami it. of bo. The smelling mm. of your own farts, isn't it? What do we have this week? Do you know week? some people don't like the smell of their own farts? Those people are have have. I've just which that's a confidence issue. Whichever you hung over that's and then you fart <laughs> and the smell of your own fart makes you vomit. Yeah, that's happened. But that's only a Guinness fart. Yeah. yeah. Oh, hideous. I mean, I obviously, Welcome I don't partake in farting. <laughs> creep of the week, R.I.P. Robert Durst. Okay. What? Rest in peace, he's dead. He died this week. Yeah, yeah. he died. He died a couple of days ago. He, he? But in life, at the end of his life, he did look like he had died like maybe a yes. decade prior. Things had gone way downhill for him yeah. in the visuals. It was, it's true. Okay, so I'm going to cover like, everything about the jinx the today. the jinx, yeah. I was like nearly oh, yeah. like, you know, he had a little the, look, you know. Yes, he the was pictures cute. of his, himself as a young man. Mm. Not bad. Not bad. Personality. No, he could probably. Mm. Uh, Very lacking. So you're doing a moving tribute. I'm doing a moving tribute. I'm going to, I relived the jinx over the last few days up to very, the wee hours this morning. Did you watch it? Yeah. Oh, cool. And it was probably one of the first ones. Well, do you remember his like, uh, sorry, sorry, I didn't mean to cut across you. Do you remember the documentary? Every phone call. Hey, it's Jerokey. Yeah. Or whatever the fuck his name is. Jerokey or Jerokey here. Yeah. He is obsessed with his own name. And probably he's would be too if your name was Jed Jeraki. I know. It, his first name was Andrew. He just completely bypassed that and introduced himself as Jeraki. It's Jeraki, thank you. Yeah. Okay, I'm so excited for that. It's Robert Durst. He's dead now, but let's relive the, the Jinx was the first one of the first explosions. Um, explosions of that sort of murder yeah. mystery. It was I think even pre yeah. making a murder. I think or it was. around the same time. I think it was around the same time. Yeah. Mm. But this one was so satisfying. So satisfying. Absolutely no blue balls. I'll work you all through it. 
it was it has it happened in 2015 so if you're like me and you watched it then you definitely will not remember all the bits that I'm going to tell you now yeah which is why it was so fun to rewatch it oh, I had forgotten wow. but there was, it was an incredible documentary <laughs> why am I so happy people died no but it was just amazing the thing like he's just the man a one man but he was a one man calamity extravaganza mm, he yeah. couldn't stop doing the maddest things ever I know he remind he was like a Crim, like a murderer roadrunner I seem yeah. to remember that he just got around so much he was always yeah. totally around the place like moving here moving there popping people's heads and off totally confusing timeline but I'll work you all through it I have it, it, it nugged out and we'll live through it it'll be great I'm so excited Super. and for anyone who's listening who doesn't know about the payoff oh you're in for such a treat you're in for a treat I have just tidbits because I monopolized so rudely last week no uh, no oh we loved it I loved it so much I... so that I was like can I add any more Titanic facts I was like let's go well, back there is. now hold on we have two clarifications made to last oh, from yeah. last week so Badly. someone did say that the women and children only thing in the Titanic came from the film and wasn't an historical fact oh. who knew I'd like to choose to believe that it was still I, women and children I don't think I think choosing I actually, to believe history is not an option but is she a historian am I disputing a historian disputing? well from the uh, inquest interviews that I read there was reference to the women and, and children I think it's thing. a natural thing that they would have done they would have put like vulnerable what they considered vulnerable people first vulnerable millionaires that's it with penises um, and the second thing <laughs> is the buffalo cheese sorry that was a classic uh, one podcast saying in, 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 in non-truth and then everyone agreed oh no on our Instagram it was bison actually, I was thinking to... of I already put a story up I apologise people are still at me the, see, the story you see only lasted 24 hours. I know. So anyone who didn't see that like really needs to keep going with the clarifications. We encourage you. <laughs> if um, I have to say, we have to read the comment on the Creep Dive post from yesterday. That is so fascinating. Oh, Hang yeah. on. Um, and also, this is I've seen a this great... Last night. <clears throat> so this is from Liz something something. Yes, shout out to your Insta name. Love it. Um, so she says... OMG, I am also obsessed with the Titanic. This episode was amazing. Thanks, Liz. I love how all the proper Titanic experts fucking hate James Cameron. Yeah. Also, the lifeboats thing. They had more lifeboats for the number of people on board than was common for the time. And um, because lifeboats were used for ferrying people between boats rather than evacuating everyone. But even if they'd had the right amount of lifeboats, it's likely the same amount of people would have died because it sank so quickly. Ooh. They only just managed to launch all of the lifeboats they did have, which is crazy. I mean, it did sink in like under, about under two and a half hours, I think. Anyway, <clears throat> YouTube channel Historic Travels is gold. I also find it so weird that the disaster could have been averted so many times, but it was the perfect shitstorm. So if there was wind or if there had been a moon that night, there would have been breaking waves visible at the base of the iceberg. iceberg and more visibility around it in general. And if the SS Californian wireless operator hadn't supposed, that's another boat obviously, hadn't supposedly turned the machine off half an hour before they hit the iceberg they that ship could have saved everyone she says i could go on but i won't hashtag nerd liz go go on on. that's fascinating fascinating. and also i think a great uh thing to point out is guys put your clarifications under the posts we love that but kindly kindly oh yeah but uh yes if you you know have got deeper 
than even us. Oh, the Titanic dive. seems to be Tell us. huge. I mean, there's everyone endless. has their little their little their niches thing, that they yeah. really go deep on. Yeah. Do you come with? And the thing is, like, mine definitely predates the film because my mother was genuinely quite worried. Children, child psychologists weren't as much around that back then, but she was very worried about my obsession with a night to remember, which is one of the first. Titanic movies that James Cameron lifted scenes wholesale out of homage. That's homage. Okay. James Cameron's still a prick. Yeah. Um, do you did you ever see the uh, Tina Fey and uh, Amy Poehler opening the Golden? I think it was the Golden Globes. Um, few good few years ago it was the year that Zero Dark Thirty came out, and that was directed by Catherine Bigelow, who's James Cameron's ex-wife. And Amy Poehler, I think it was Amy Poehler, said. Um, and now, yeah, and you know, when they're going through all the nominees, yeah. they're like, Catherine Bigelow is up for Best Director for Zero Dark Thirty. Um, uh, as the ex-wife uh, of James Cameron, there's a woman who knows about torture. <laughs> Does everybody, I didn't realise people hated him. What's his <gasps> thing? I love hate. I mean, love hate. Is it just that he's just a prick in Hollywood? I'll do a creep dive on James Cameron yeah. next week. And the thing is, actually, I maybe I would really like to do more of a focus on the film because the facts around the film are so we've fascinating. Opened, we've opened the opened floodgates. The fucking floodgates. Yeah, yeah. But like, a word on the film. Titanic like, part two. Yeah, it well, is, I, mean, I loved it. Yeah. It is like a film that does comment on, you know, on class and, you know, literally how, you know, like if you're poor, your mortality is just legitimately way lower than yeah. your rich person. But like equally, he's a man who then like took the shooting of this film to Mexico so he could pay workers less. So uh-uh. I don't know if he's reading his own script or not. Uh, interesting. Uh, but anyway, like, yes. OK, so I'll shut up about Titanic. That's going to be great. Part two, Titanic. Cass, what do you have for us um, So I have this story that I think we touched upon before of a man who was in a coma and lived an entirely different life for a period of 10 years. Yes, I And then some this. other stories of people where the same thing has happened. This came last night. I was scrolling on TikTok till the wee hours of the morning and saw this TikTok about the observable universe and how large it is and how many millions of galaxies there are and how there's this other planet that's like Earth. Yeah, it Earth looks too. like Earth, except... It, the one that rains glass yes. ah. sideways and it spins so fast Ooh, around the sun and the Ireland. Oh my yeah. God. It's like so grim. And I was like looking at all these things. And I was like, well, we obviously must exist on other, in other galaxies. Quantum. Like the jumping Physics. between. Isn't it? Yeah. yeah. The yes. jumping Quantum between. And the, and the, yes, that's it. That's it. And then the different parallel existences. Yeah. At the same time. And there's a lot of these people who believe there's this like, med. of course it would be wellness, but like meditation, <laughs> you can like meditate your way into a higher plane or into other consciousness. Yes. So then I started reading these stories with people who lived parallel consciousnesses. Consci. What, mm. what, what do you mean? As in, so when like this guy was in a coma, he had an entire life and when he woke up, it, it, only two minutes had passed. So that's a good example of someone existing so, in different planes. But then what? But it's just so weird. Do you so want to hear what his, we think is he was dreaming? Mm. Well, no. Do you want to hear this, yeah. His, yeah. his story? Right? Really badly. Um, I'm so excited. So this guy, he posted about this on Reddit. He says, throw away count. This is personal. In my last semester at a certain college, I was assaulted by a football player for wa- walking where he was trying to drive. 
He was 325 pounds. I was 120 pounds. While unconscious on the ground, I lived a dream life. I met a wonderful young lady. She made my heart skip and my face red. I pursued her for months and dispatched a few jerk boyfriends before I finally won her over. After two years, we got married and almost immediately she had a daughter. I had a great job and my wife didn't have to work outside the home when my daughter was two. And when my daughter was two, we had a son. My son was the joy of my life. I'd walk into his room every morning before I left for I know it's it's a bit. I mean, I love how his wife. He also also keeps saying, he also (laughs) keeps saying she bore me a daughter and bore me a son. But I decided I was too grossed out by it. When you said a young lady, I was like, oh, I hate this guy. Yeah, no, he's definitely. I mean, he's he's not perfect. Um, (laughs) So the, the my son was the light of my life and I would walk into his room every morning before I left for work, doted on him and my daughter. I was living my best life possible. But one day while I was sitting on the couch, which should have been his first clue. Yeah. (laughs) One day while sitting on the couch, I noticed that the perspective of my lamp was odd, like it was inverted. It was still 3D, but just something was wrong about it. It was a square lamp base, red with gold trim on four legs and a white square shade. I was transfixed. I couldn't look away from it. I stayed up all night staring at it. And the next morning I couldn't go to work because something was just not right about this lamp. I stopped eating. I left the couch only to use the bathroom at first. And soon I stopped that too, as I wasn't eating or drinking. I stared at the lamp for three days before my wife got really worried. She had someone come and try to talk to me. But this time my cognizance was breaking and my wife was freaking out. She took the kids to her mother's house. And before I had this epiphany, the lamp was not real. The house was not real. My wife, my kids, none of that was real. The last 10 years of my life were not real. So then the lamp started to grow wider and deeper. It was still inverted dimensions. He was waking up. Yeah, it? it took up my entire perspective. All I could see was red. Then I started to hear voices, screams, all kind of weird noises. And I became aware of a shit ton of pain. The first words I said were, I'm missing teeth. And I opened my eyes and I was laying on my back on the sidewalk surrounded by people that I didn't know. So it had just happened. No time had passed. No, like he wasn't. This guy was like only KO'd for like a little bit. So at some point, a cop came down, scooped me up, dragged, walked me across the sidewalk and threw me face down the back of a cop car. I was still confused. I was taken to the hospital. They didn't want to wait for the ambulance to arrive because I needed CAT scans and stuff. So I went through about three years of a horrid depression afterwards because I was grieving the loss of my wife and my children and dealing with the knowledge that this life experience never existed. I was scared that I was going to go insane as I would cry myself to sleep, hoping I would see them in my dreams. I never have, but sometimes I see my son, usually just a glimpse out of my peripheral vision. He is perpetually five years old and I can never hear what he says. Oh my God. What? Oh my God. All is forgiven for the young lady comment. That's so sad. So so he was out for moments. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he lived he re- 10 years. But he sort of remembers a lot. Yeah. Tons of it. Oh, all the details. Wonder did he have a job? Like, did he have a job he hated? <laughs> Do you know the way you were? In his like- job. In his, he said he had a great job, made enough money that his wife didn't or, have to work. Exactly. Of so this, that's, but... Like, you know how you go to sleep and remember a dream? You can remember bits, but eventually as the day goes on, it slips away and the mm. dream is gone. He hasn't. But that di- that wasn't the case with him. So if it was just a dream, it, it doesn't behave like one in the fact that it's still sticking around. Yeah. So now we're to think that maybe he slipped into a parallel dimension or did well, he sort of... just that like we don't die? we don't understand enough about the brain to know what 
went on. Like they were kind of, you know, we we don't understand how functional the brain is. Maybe he did just go into a sort of weird hyperactivity state in his brain where it felt like he lived 10 years. I don't know. I have no idea. It's absolutely. And was would you say that he was sort of brain damaged after the event? Like there was some damage. To I it. don't think so. I think he seemed to be. Um, OK, sorry. I have more stories of other people that this has happened to. So um, another man, right, uh, kind of similar. So I couldn't find any stories that were like exactly the same where someone had felt like they'd lived you know, a significant amount of years. There were stories of people who had um, been playing, like as children played games where they would have had, like gone into kind of dreamlike states. There was one woman who had a coma and had an experience where she was married with kids and she had an ideal life, but she could access that life in her dreams from the moment after the coma. So every night she went to sleep and had the She went back there. She went back there and had the same dream with the same people. Exhausting. <laughs> I know. I mean, living two lives. Yeah. But what the hell is this about? You know, and some people can control their dreams. You remember that that when we were kids, we used to, like the, if you went to sleep with your arm in the air. Do you remember there was, there was a way to access this sort of living sleep where you could control your the dreams. lucid dream exactly yeah. where you can control your actions? Yeah. There was a thing when we were kids that like people said that if you wrote down on your hands, asleep awake. Yes. And throughout the day would check in with your hands. And be like, yes, I'm awake. That then eventually that would come seep into your dreams. I don't think this is science. Seep into your dreams. And in your dreams, you'd be able to look at your hands, assess that you were actually asleep, which yeah. I don't even think is actually possible. Like, I don't think it's possible to believe you're asleep when you're asleep yeah. sometimes when you're in dreams. But anyway, apparently that was going to be then how you unlocked the key to, to the to lucid control. dream. Incredible though. And have you had lucid dreams? Best shit ever. When oh, you realize, yeah. You're like, so incredibly oh, lucid. my God, this is a dream. And you can do whatever you want. <laughs> I think yeah. I only ever realize they're right before I'm about to wake up. No, I've definitely had I like maybe a handful of times my whole life. Uh, but yeah. it, they've been amazing. I used to have really lucid dreams as a child. Like re- I can remember going to sleep at night and my dream would always start in this little room with loads of doors and I could walk into whatever dream I wanted. Oh, my God. It was that bizarre. So but cute. I've never had a never had a problem with sleeping I'm such a deep sleeper never touch wood suffered with insomnia can just like I can sleep anywhere I could fall asleep now when you have Mm. those dreams do you remember them yeah can you control them when you're lucid are you are you regularly I can't do it I can't do it as much now like I can but maybe it's not concentrated I used to love going to sleep and having dreams I can definitely control a bit my first dream you know, you go to sleep, that process of going to sleep and you go to your happy place. I don't know any of this. No, no. really? No, no we get to go into your little world. Love that. Yeah. What do you do? What's your what's your choice dream? Mine's in Wicklow. What's your Wicklow? choice dream? This just is like, fascinating. I often imagine I'm on a sun ledger and the sun, I, have, I oh feel that feeling God. of the sun warming my face and body and that's part of my routine. I think I'm just like, okay, just lie down here and I feel like a warmth. Oh my sun. god! Yeah, yeah. lovely. I'm, I'm you should try like a like an. Well, I I started trying to do this. Um, I love meditation. I tried trying to do this hypnosis at nighttime that I got from the internet. It's called motivation to exercise. Really hoping to <laughs> change my life. Right, <laughs> go but on. Every time I try to do it, I only can only get to the point where he's like, 
relax and I'm going to say relax and, like, and I'm yeah, like calm down it's I have no idea what happens after that I should try listening to it during the day but I don't like think that episode work. of friends if you're a strong y- confident y- woman exactly yeah that it'll seep whole, into your unconscious yeah. well no because I have not exercised once I don't believe that for a second because I often you listen to audiobooks sometimes you're like no don't I, go I drove don't got go coffee I drove here it's yeah I mean I've, I'm not wearing my Fitbit Apple Watch thing But I'd saved on 12 steps today (laughs) (laughs) But there's no way You can absorb Well then again Well I've ever absorbed Something that's happening While I'm sleeping Like if I play a podcast Or an audiobook And I fall asleep I have no memory No you need to go back Yeah Yeah, No no of course You have to go back So for getting ready To give birth I did hypnobirthing Yes Remember this it Hard to say if it worked. I think it worked in that like, but I would put it on and it was, they always were like, it doesn't matter if you just fall straight asleep. It'll just play in your head. And I don't, yeah. That's you think only, it might have, you know, it was probably I, all about relaxing anyway. So. I think so. Mm. Well, it, the one that I listened to was about having, giving birth after having had a C-section and like about just kind of getting rid of the fear of your C-section incision reopening and stuff like that oh oh, from the pushing which might restrict you from from the new birth yeah yeah Yeah. and I was afraid of that happening and then I do remember during giving birth marveling that I actually had zero fear of splitting of splitting splitting the incision (laughs) that particular that particular part the rest of you split wide on open just from end to end Yeah. yeah I mean the reviews on the motivation to exercise Hypnosis are stunning Really website But I just can't get past The relax Maybe the motivation to exercise Is tricking you And instead The subliminal message They've embedded Is motivation to give Positive review Maybe That's clever Well whatever it is None of it has worked for me I do feel very relaxed Do you remember the The whole It was was kind of a Definitely turned out To not be true But it was a type of Advertising that they That was suggested That sublimely flash up During uh, Shows Product placement Yeah Yeah. Was it ever proven Did it ever happen I think they experimented With it Yeah Because like What have they not Experimented with In pursuit of money True You know Like they're just Happy to murder people To see if it'll Make them some money Um, There's also the Like horror films That like drop in Scenes I'm trying to remember what scene is. Is it The Exorcist that has apparently like stills of abattoirs and things like that? I think it all does. All like dropped in apparently so fast that it's hard to perceive it. But it's obviously contributing to the dread. Yeah. And yeah. then the same, they do things with like layering sounds and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Nice. I but even in with like I the I cannot stop thinking of the tiny hands man with like podcast host one says something incorrect. Podcast, podcast host two agrees. agrees. You're so smart, Sophie White. <laughs> um, yeah. But like even in like the haunting of Hill House, they definitely had extra characters yeah. and creepy things in background scenes that was all supposed to be about Flash. Sophie yeah, yeah. layering. Like yeah. you would see them. That's it. And um, like say, John Carpenter who did Halloween was like t- talked a lot about framing shots where it's so that he would always have something that like was just just into shot but like not explained in the narrative not revealed fully what it is so but like just, I'm doing it for my camera look at my creepy claw hand is just in shot but why and it'd be usually like somewhere behind yeah there you go <laughs> see how unnerving it is very unnerving actually oh yeah the reverse of the coma <laughs> Podcast. We're in a podcast. We're in a podcast. It's a video podcast. It's an audio medium. And um, the reverse of the coma thing is, um, when I had my first psychotic break, um, a big part of the delusions focus was that my life wasn't real. 
So it's almost like the opposite of this. Yeah. So I was really consumed with how nothing was real. And and like everyone in my life had been like replaced. Mm. And like that my memories of my own life weren't real. And that they, so it's like, do you know what I'm saying? It's like the opposite of that. And let me tell you, not fun. Not fun. Not fun. And sometimes I still can like, it's almost like I can access that. Like if I was, Going to a sick place in yeah. my head. Yeah. Sometimes I'd be like, it's like the nothing's real thing. And then it's like, but how do I know anything is real? Oh, God. Sorry, I if think anyone's the Truman like on Show is a lot right to now. answer for for people Truly. as well. That really yeah. fucked up Probably a lot of people. First public. But how many people mm. just wandered around living their whole life and like, well, I'm the Truman Show? Like, yeah. just, there's nothing you can do to convince yourself you're not. But what happens to these? people right mm. so this woman here what ha- what happened to her like does she goes just goes back into her life in the dream life yeah so there's a lot of talk about near-death experiences and when you come close to death that you enter into you can jump into the other parallel universe the parallel consciousness they okay. call it or the okay. parallel life experience there's another man here from the uk um his name was alpha kebea and he remembered that he was going to see his girlfriend, that she was pregnant with their twins, that he was took a picture of an ultrasound into the pages of his notebook, one that he used to write down song ideas and thoughts. He repeatedly, when he woke up, asked the nurses in the hospital for his notebook. He remembered the names he picked out for the boy and the girl, Sky and Nikita. He also remembered that the day of the accident, he was cycling to his girlfriend's flat from a job interview um, and that he'd been working with a man called Michael Mitchells. He thought the interview had gone very well and he remembered that he owned <laughs> a small... not having to do a job interview in, in your, your thing. Like yeah. Crushing. So, but so. he said, so they, the, the kind of explanation that they gave for for that and for that man's experience was that he just entered into a really deep subconsciousness and that the memories weren't like necessarily fantastical detailed things that he just like was filling in the gaps in his own life based on what the experiences of people around him that he was at an okay. age where like a lot of his friends and family were having kids and that kind of like seeped into that so his brain just kind of pick, like muddled together and, and started yeah, and just allowed kind of him to think about of... it and kind of went into it but like the level of detail of naming your kids in a oh god the crush they're the trying to explain to somebody after the fact who's woken up that none of that is real yeah. and then being like i'm so sorry but we think you've dreamt this existence and he's just like I really don't think so this feels like an existence I'm dreaming where's my other real life please can I go back there like especially if you had a better job well that's well see what you've described here is three people who've had a better existence so which is suggestive of dreamland well this is the case although it would be fun to be like I think I'm 32 and then wake up and you're actually still 22 and you've only just you know what I mean oh but would you live your 20s again Yes Not oh, the 20s I had But yeah. I'd like to try For go a back second ha- go Frankly Yeah I suppose I'd go back to my 20s Knowing what I know now And try and do them again Exactly but I had Which is kind of what would happen Yeah, yeah I guess Yeah um, So this lady So this woman Catherine Levitt um, She wrote for Psychology Today And she said After the birth of my son I got really really sick With a mysterious Blood clotting disorder And because the panic doctors Couldn't figure out what to do They put me in a medical coma With memory blockers they didn't want me remembering the pain or any of the procedures i guess it's like a really strong painkiller or something they're just to make sure 
If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That, that, that drug they used to give to women giving birth so they wouldn't remember the sleep. pain. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Not said, ideal. You're not advised. No. Would, I mean, would you go in? If someone offered you a coma to see, could you access a different consciousness um i would do it that's like a lot of drugs people do ayahuasca dmt a lot of these oh yeah all these people doing the um and what's so fascinating when you look at the people's experience who have had them is that they often talk about this kind of uh, what it's differently described for different people but it sounds like a higher power some kind of like godlike controlling so a pl- like there's a plan for you do you know and what? That's yeah people always talk about discovering something like the answer yes. i remember writing down once when i was on shrooms i came like down or whatever and was like the creep fucking dive. hell <laughs> that's it podcast we, and we'll call podcast, it podcast, podcast. Um, <laughs> but i remember being like oh my god wait I, 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 I fucking realized the kind of the Medium clue light, to everything, uh, the key. Yeah. And I wrote it down and I went like all around like the room trying to find the piece of paper where I'd written it. And like I found the piece of paper and it literally had like this on it. She's writing. Just something like that. Okay. Oh, just yeah. kind of like a, a single just line just like with a another person. line near it. The difference you know? I think in your experience and what the people's experience has been that they seem to have locked in remembered and got perfectly remembered and have felt kind of differently in a positive sense Simon Amstel has written about using ayahuasca for like healing trauma and it's really in- fucking interesting. Like I it sounds so quite scary, goopy though. But very, can, very well, goop scary. literally went and did shrooms on telly and yeah. did their whole like microdosing thing. But I think it's parallel in this idea that outside of your consciousness there exists something else. And if you can get to the point at which you sort of your ego drops away, you're no longer sort of conscious, feeling like you're in control of everything like what that might be. And maybe again, with those close to death or those death experiences and people come back, a similar 
feeling but yeah maybe it is like real like on a day-to-day basis you're more than likely just your thoughts are just a product of your environment yeah like you're, you're just reacting yeah you're in the reacting day. to the limits and what is facing you and whatever else and you get so focused and singer like singularly focused on thinking about those kind of things that maybe with these kind of microdosing trips or this near-death experience all of those limitations fall away and then you can access a wider pool yeah. of thought i mean we're That's collectively heading the there with things. this yeah with metaverse and the virtual the land of virtual reality it seems like everything oh. is kind of edging closer to we're moving away from you know what, limits it doesn't it feel like that i mean yeah what are we going to do in our like everyone needs to adapt for the metaverse i think I someone think needs should... to explain the metaverse to me well, i've been going along for now. ages now being kind of like yeah the well, it's basically like a virtual reality, yeah. augmented reality. Well, virtual reality and augmented reality are two slightly different things. But the metaverse is a virtual reality space that we can now exist in. So wearing a headset or whatever, you can go into it and interact with other people, hmm. which means that like the limits of, you know, gravity and space, space and yeah. all that kind of stuff has gone away because it's all going to be digitally architected. So like there you can be under the sea you can be wherever you can host a meeting you can go see on an island or whatever and it feels kind of like yeah i mean it just what's going to be really interesting i think about the metaverse is that like you're if you think about like your experience of life is all through your five senses Uh right and if you take away you're going to be taking away smell touch that's true yeah you know all that can so but you are going to have like your your cognizant feelings are going to exist it's like this when i was writing about catfishing and online relationships mm-hmm. and how they are so real to people because yes, you because experience all those like put the, like like at home I put the fire YouTube up and I was like Jesus <laughs> I'm feeling like there's fire in the room. Yeah. but you know what I mean you can yeah. stimulate uh you can real of feelings. course exactly. and you can, like you, can you get you love. get you get dopamine or endorphins or whatever from the interaction yeah so the the metaverse is going to be the space where all of those interactions can happen, but without the limits of what you're faced with in the real life. Yeah. Mm. It's going to be really strange. Whether you're able-bodied, yeah. whether you're rich or poor. Well, but I mean. someone has to build, like we need, the three of us, Yes, we need to build the, the three arena of yeah. the metaverse. Yeah, because, the podcasting arena. But uh, everyone's going to want to go to see Adele in the metaverse and yeah. not have a limit on how many people can go see her. Everyone can be in the front row. So, and we'll still buy tickets. And we'll put our headset on. But like everyone And we'll be in, in the... Uh, a lot of us brands. come over and use one of Dan's... Uh, I would love to. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it really. Like, we just wipe it down and we'll all get in. <laughs> I think there's two or three on the gap. It. We could go and do um, it together. I love your house. Yeah, so yeah. Um, but like, okay, sorry. So what makes it different to Second Life, though? Do we think? Well, or is it's, it just that it's, it's more that it's like better. you're placed in a physical, so it's going to be a totally immersive experience. Where Second Life, you're still playing it in front of a screen. Yeah. Okay. You'll be in so it. So you're in it. Okay. Well, not physically. Do you know I went to the moon in a VR headset? How was it? Very cool. It's been yeah. It really is cool. I still you're can't right. get past the you, nausea. Like, being able to look around the place and stuff. It yeah. Is yeah. Really cool. But that's where, like, that, like our Zoom meetings will take place instead of this. But, like, I can build my house headsets. in Wicklow you can with build a bit of coding. Like, oh, 
and you know, like we'll be standing silly. Look at the person to the left. Exactly. Yes. So. Oh, and where we cool. record could be, let's just the top of the Eiffel Tower. We could be on the edge of the Niagara Falls. We could just be yeah. There. And especially I'm with tech, excited. it's going to become it's super well, realistic. It's looking. Really evil as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think we're all going to be at home. So like as much as this is evil, sweating with like virtual like, headsets so on in the dark. Well, nobody can fix as that. The planet is like destroyed. <laughs> I was like, damn, what happens then, right? You lift your VR headset off and you're in your fucking shite room. Shit with the, the world's on fire outside your window. The air yeah. quality's terrible. Like, how can... It's really and dangerous. And like, well, you won't be lifting any fucking VR headset off your head. This will be a part of your body. Like Elon's talking about creating oh, like... Um, transhumanism. A, yes, this kind mm. of biomeshed technology. I do not like this. So you will never remove the fucking headset. So you will exist in that world every moment of the day. It's hideous. It's literally the fucking matrix. Yeah. So we'll be Speaking in Speaking of voluntary. Do you want to hear yeah, about well, the most lucid dream I've ever had in my entire life? In order life. to have a job, you'll have to do it in the metaverse. In order yeah. to get paid, you'll be paid in Bitcoin. The only way to spend it is the metaverse. So it'll get to a point, it'll be so exclusionary. You, there will we'll be We'll all no be on choice. probably like liquidized diets on yeah, one sure. side. We're just we'll just sucking have a things out of a fruit. Tube. <laughs> sucking things out of a fruit. Yes. But to us, maybe, maybe by way of some extra technology, it'll feel like eating a steak. Yeah, well, maybe you'll be have, chewing on a piece of rubber. That's the natural next step. Is like the right. D8 Candle Co. will go into metaverse sense. It'll <laughs> uh, <laughs> be like your steak and chips candle next year, coming soon. You heard it here first. Um, but, okay, tell us about your. So most the most lucid dream. dream I ever had was that we were in a world like this. That we were in a kind of metaverse world. It was very metaverse. It was very like the Matrix, and that we were being put the way that we lived now was a dream. And DREAM stood for a digital reconstruction of energy and movement. Oh, what the Cassie, fuck? Cassie, yes. you're a legend. This is a lucid that dream. That was a lucid dream I had. Say that and again. I woke now put up, that into the D or E-A-M. Go again. It was digital reconstruction of energy and movement. What the shite You need to start a wellness cult this instant with that acronym. But that, no, I mean, do something. Make that an Buy the domain. Yes. No way. <laughs> no, I'm too susceptible. I panicking, but I we know how I feel about cults. I'll start believing my own bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that's fascinating. So that came to you in the dream, and it yeah, stayed with you ever since. Oh, years cool. ago, when I was very, very young, I was bizarre, and I told it to so many people, and they were like, "That's nice." <laughs> this yeah. is very important. You anyway. need to. Rid your life of those toxic people. Fuck them, parents. your family. Um, I'm absolutely <laughs> blown away by that. I'm blown on. away by that. Let's go back into right, this lady who in. was in the coma, the medically induced yes, coma after sad, the good. Uh, after the, the birth of her child, right? Yeah. So nobody knows exactly what happens in a coma. Some scientists believe coma patients don't see or feel or hear a thing. Others say something different. Some scientists believe that coma patients dream. I don't know if I dreamed, but I do remember something the memory blockers couldn't stem. When I woke up, I felt like someone had pulled me violently from one world to another, as if I'd stepped from one room to another. I began to talk to Jeff, my husband, to my friends, Nancy and Lindy, who'd sat beside me every day, that I'd been living in this imaginary town and it had been incredible. I had all these stories and my apartment was hard to get to, but it was big and beautiful. And I knew the streets, I could walk around the town. I knew the people and I knew it was real. They nodded supportively. They encouraged me to talk. But when I told the doctors, they just said, well, you're on a lot of medication. <laughs> they told me I was adjusting now that all these crazy thoughts and feelings would pass. Except they didn't. I kept dreaming about the town. 
By the time I got home, the imaginary town kept coming back in my dreams. So real, so vivid that I knew it was something different from a regular dream. I felt as if it were calling me and I don't know why or what it wanted or what I was supposed to do. I knew it just wasn't lucid dreaming where, you know, in a dream you were dreaming, even though everything looks and feels and seems to be real, you know. Um, so, yeah, she said it keeps it kept coming back over and over and over again. I was surprised to see the imaginary town again, surprised that I knew what streets to go down, that I knew how to progress through it. At first, I was living in a house that had no way to get anywhere at first. Then there were there were no subways. And then the house had um, animals guarding it. But the next dream about the town, I heard someone I had loved who had died shockingly, had actually not died at all. He'd faked his death. Okay, it gets okay. a bit weird after this. But yeah, like the being able to go back in. go back in every time and know your way around an imaginary town. It doesn't feel good for that woman. Like she will not maybe commit to her living what we think is actual life at all. Maybe she'll slowly, as time goes on, just slip into wanting to exist in this dreamland. Mm. And then what happens to her other life? Like in uh, Inception. Like in, in, like it's too confusing. I haven't seen Don't even try. It is my... It's too much. My sense of this. Just enjoy the spectacle. But this but is But you all... remember Marion Cotillard got too into, you know. The obsession with. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But then at the end, the thing was still spinning. I've never seen it. <laughs> but also, like in real life, like when people like with Second Life would get so obsessed that children were dying and people were forgetting to eat and feed their families. And, you know, this is happening. In, I think but it's China. very difficult because like the... <laughs> It's true. It's absolutely true. <laughs> I agree. 100%. Wasn't, um, You're Pokemon so smart, Go was responsible for some dark shit. Well, now, because my kids are playing it. So it says like, Pokemon Go. So they're on, the, uh, you're, they're on the phone and it's like, it's just over there. And a warning comes up on the phone. It's like, you're close to an edge. You're close to a road. Look up from the phone. Wow. Man. That is crazy. Yeah, people are like wandering off I'm cliffs. just laughing at the image of Mimi and Art on the Pokemon Go and Jen and Dan with the VR headsets yeah. just like stumbling around bashing into stuff same shit yeah, it's happening the kids are like mama you're near an edge I can't get the headset to make me stop feeling sick so I can't exist there yet I've I did a VR where you were the basketball oh, it was in um, God, the Guggenheim yeah yeah it was a piece of art and like you sat in a chair and they had a really famous American basketball player doing a shot from the free throw line and you are the basketball and like, like spinning I got up from the chair and walked like straight into a wall forget like, it oh god like, forget about it yeah the one in Disneyland or Disney World that is like the Star Trek simulator is deadly you, you're in a you know the thing you're in the seats or whatever and you're it's as if you're on the spaceship and it's all surrounding you in. that's really cool and you can't do anything my favorite was Honey I Shrunk the Kids again. Yeah. In a... It's Ratatouille now. Oh, amazing. Yeah. So you sit down, you're in the normal cinema, so you're just watching it. But stuff, as things are happening on screen, a big sneeze, water arrives oh, in your face. Yeah. And then there's a rat loose somewhere. Oh, and then and there's something under the, the chair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get yeah, this, like, yeah. kind of something. It's really by terrible. And what it was through. I watched, but there was yeah, similar, some, yeah. yeah. In so the Ratatouille, when you go under the, you, you go through the kitchen as if you were the perspective of a rat and everything is giant. Deadly. Very, very cool. But those kind of things, there's obviously a place for virtual reality because it can be used for escapism 
escapism and fun there will and be entertainment. no place other than virtual reality. that's the terrifying thing exactly mm. and if, is that going to happen i mean is it a just foregone conclusion like look at us now with uh, pandemics and then the fucking iceberg that's plugging everything up about to drown us all. We're running out of, ex- you know, livable space in the, uni- in the well, world. Well, it would have been Earth. very entertaining during the pandemic because people probably would have been more likely to actually stay at home because you could have gone into the metaverse and socialized with people. True. In but, what felt very real. But then you can't touch or feel people well, beside it. you. What do we do? Do we just evolve to lose the, those kind of... Things. Yeah, that those senses will come kind of dormant or secondary or exactly. something. Or maybe our houses and walls and structures are going to be built to replicate touch and everyone's going to be licking walls. <laughs> Go to like, your steak Everything wall. is just going to be a glory hole. <laughs> <laughs> that's the other thing. Like porn drives everything. Yeah. So that's the reason we're at a level of, of goodness with VR because of the porn industry. Yeah. And there was that huge want to physically get your fleshlight, see the whatever you wanted to plug and then plug away at it which is depressing this is awful it's but that's what the men are doing god almighty fucking one i think we should come together and try and put them on an (laughs) eye clean your fleshlight Jen, you look sake. like a little flashlight there. I know, I am a taupe flashlight. I am. There's the clitoris there. <laughs> oh, someone sent me a great uh, article about um, a dolphin clitoris. I'll tell you about that another day. Anyway, I think <laughs> let's. I'm too what a brain fried. You're too. Wait, did you was, come across astral projection in your wandering? I have the heard one about this last before. Thing yeah, about this. Yeah. I mean, I I know the phrase and I was a bit like, what's that? And there is a band as well. <laughs> and I think Dua Lipa has a song. Um, but basically, uh, I, what I'm reading here is just, it's kind of, it seems connected with sort of spiritualism. Um, or sorry, there's a movement called Esotericism, um, which is, or maybe it's more of a kind of an idea that scholars use. But this happens so, every so often, doesn't it? It's, it's cyclical. So remember the spiritualism movement that in the 1800s everyone got obsessed with. And that was yes. all, yes, linked in with... As per usual. Exactly. And yeah. absent, and there was a lot of drugs they were taking at the time as well. And that sort of search for mm. something bigger, something else. Well, this is kind of like, so astral projection basically is describing an intentional out-of-body experience. So quite what she vertigo. ended up doing... No, vertigo. Horrendous. FYI. The pits. And it's where like... Do you remember that hangover that I had that I ended up getting a CT scan? Turned out to be vertigo. (laughs) Induced by the hangover. Wait, didn't it just turn out to be all the way It was just a hangover. hangover. Yes. (laughs) But basically, yeah. So it's like um, uh, astral projection assumes the existence of a subtle body called an astral body through which consciousness can function separately from the physical body. Whose body are we in? So we've got a physical body and then do you remember like tiny Jen? Okay. And then there's like a tiny Jen that's the astral body and that astral body can travel throughout an astral plane. So this is hallucinating. So it's... um, Brought on by drugs. (laughs) Or a carbon monoxide. Oh, nice. It's associated with dreams and forms of meditation like Cassie was saying. And some individuals have reported perceptions um similar to astral projection that were induced through various hallucinogenic and hypnosis kind of means and uh, it has no scientific evidence to support it um but basically there's no scientific evidence that a consciousness um 
whose embodied functions are separate from the normal neural activity. Okay. So basically, so I think it's that's not kind of actually saying, happening it, physically. Well, yes, but also that there's no they they it's not proven that like this astral activity is different to norm, neural activity. Okay. So basically always leading back to they have so little idea of what our brains are really capable of yeah. that they're basically just saying that like it's, it's probably really only what our brains are capable of but we just can't identify. Do you know that kind I'm of I'm very attracted into it anyway. Are you yeah, guys? Yeah. yeah. Like and I, I think the idea that maybe the fear that you get lost in it is the preventative it, it, you know the idea that you go and you can't get back. I did you know. do a sweat lodge. This is now oh, yeah, a yeah, yeah. Yeah. This of is like, no drugs involved. Yeah, but same um, kind of effect maybe. And it was very, but it did kind of, I suppose, have a thing where like they were putting kind of pressure on your physical body in terms of like you were in there for hours and hours. The heat was intense. You weren't eating or drinking. You weren't going outside the lodge. Like it was a proper, um, it was a group of um call themselves again hippies so, <laughs> yes yeah the leader was johannes okay johannes johannes uh in a absolute baller move he wore leather lederhosen to the sweat lodge well everyone now. else was more or less naked or kind of in very little clothing because it was fucking really hot it was he but, like those terrifying you know if you ever do surf lesson and you're like, oh, here comes the surf dude. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I can't have a hope of reaching the heights of what this person is. Well, Johannes was committed to helping you. He oh, wouldn't let people leave. Oh, my God. No, no. It, because as well, it would kind of like, you know, damage the integrity of the sweat lodge. For everybody. For everyone. If you, the door but was like, open. It was. I do like remember it being very like. Did you panic? Uh, no, no, I really, really felt like I was uh, hallucinating Tripping. or like I definitely felt like I was out of that sweat lodge and like in the yeah. kind of universe. It was fucking wild. And also when we came out, so I think the sweat lodge was about six hours long. Get the fuck out. No yeah. Do you know, we just like, stumbled across these lads. This feels and very said, We'll do whatever you tell us to do, apparently. <laughs> uh, it was me, Seb and Mark. Nice. And uh, easy anyway, marks, easy marks, yeah. yeah. And so when we when we got back out of it, and it was a homemade built sweat lodge, so it was properly built with all of the did shit. You just wander by some we weirdo. Fully gaff. did. And he was like, "I built something. I think you guys As should I take recall, a look." We camped <laughs> Please on remove his your land. Clothing. Remove your clothing. Okay. Yeah, they were also people who suspended themselves from their flesh. Oh yeah, those of, guys. They had like trees and stuff where they had things like that rigged up. I didn't see them do that. <laughs> that imagine just wandering. <laughs> in wait, there. key. Wait, key information. I was in New Zealand. Sorry, Sorry there, you go. there yeah, we yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Right. And anyway, when we got back out of the sweat lodge after six hours. I just remember like pretty much everyone collapsed to the ground and like it was covered in grass and I just remember it was so fucking trippy like that the grass the color of the grass and the sky it was nearly nighttime by then they it was just wild like the visual there was definitely this I mean your brain senses or something were all fucked up yeah it was really cool. And the period of it writing itself. Yeah. What is that trip? Yeah. Fascinating. Now, I think Did you feel would good? just argue that like there was physiological stress that was well, yeah. inducing of this course. brain activity. But yes. 
that's yes what was happening but I guess like you're just, it felt really good yeah and what ha- so and interesting. it felt good and did and you it sort felt of take it would you like did moving. you leave it? yeah a lot emotion. of people were crying or laughing it was very like yeah it felt like the kind of I suppose do you know the way in like normal civilian society there's kind of like a membrane between our like emotional state and our kind of raw selves yeah, got mm-hmm. a jumper <laughs> and others <laughs> and, and other, other people. people and yeah. like I guess it would that was like just completely like gone, gone dissolved away yeah and it was very weird like you felt like you were kind of like melding literally with the people around you there was like moments where you felt a bit like you were experiencing their lives a bit. Don't you feel like that's what's needed though? Like that empathy, that feeling that we are one species and we do need to cooperate. It, mm. Moving forward, we need to let go of this indiv- individualist ego and we need to operate as a unit. Like that's more important now than ever. Mm. So those feelings you're, you described are very beneficial, you know, yeah. societally. To us, mm. and that is why that Maybe practice that's why is rooted in a spiritual way of life. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you too would like to join, <laughs> dream, um, D dream. Do, say it again. The creep dream. D digital reconstruction of energy and movement. Like, come on, sign up. Well, we all at go www.patreon.com forward slash the creep drive. Let's go to a sweaty hut. Oh my God, Come imagine. to our seminar. Well, I t- I'll do a little. We're Catherine Calloway now. We'll, I'll do we'll a little Patreon meditation slash hypnosis based I'm on in. what I've learned from my own. I'll buy drugs. Okay, wait. I'm going to build the sweat lodge. In- <laughs> oh my God, we should do a sweat lodge together. In summertime, this is essentially a sweat lodge. Wait, I need to tell you about where the heat in the sweat lodge came from. I forgot to tell you. It's so fascinating. A fire? fire Yeah. Outside the structure. Um, Describe the structure. uh, The structure was like a really low ceiling. Like you literally crawled into a hole that was slightly dug down into the ground. So basically it was like they had dug it out of the ground. Yeah. It was a little bit like... A small, very tiny new grain. That's shape. what I'm imagining. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And then so and then the whole sides and, and top were all made out of sticks, earth, rocks. Wattle and, and they, daub. Wattle and daub. And they also then had this kind of layer of like bin liners. You can get a bin liner, you love the Tesco. Basically, we have all the things we need. Really? And right in the middle of like it was fucking tiny. Like it was this size, and there was maybe about I mean, maybe 16, 20 people in there. Gross. Wow. Absolutely t- packed and tight. Corona And totally naked. Anyway. Pretty much everyone was naked. That's traditional. And um, there was a... Some people were wearing jocks. There was a hole dug out in the center of it, right? Toilet? No, thank God. Oh my God. <laughs> That's so dark. No, nobody actually took a piss or anything. You couldn't. You were sweating too much. We were sweating yeah. too much, exactly. But basically in the bonfire outside of the sweat lodge, there was these gigantic rocks... That had been inside the bonfire, like burning, burning, burning for hours before the sweat lodge even began. And so every few minutes, like a couple of times of an hour, maybe, Johannes would get out there with a pitchfork and get one of the rocks from the bonfire and roll it into the center where the depression was to keep for the rocks. And cool. My God. No sauna has ever touched it. Did you get a sense of how hot it was? Did he tell you? He probably told you at the time, but you can't It was remember. hot enough that if you opened your mouth, it felt instantly dry in there. 
I see. And then, but also like your whole body was just like slipping off itself. But this it extremes so in temperature, people have been doing this for centuries. Mm, mm. So there's, ha- there is something in it. But what I'm just, I wanted to just get across the fact that we weren't just in some fucking sauna. No, no. Yeah, yeah. It's more extreme. Are there yeah. any sweat lodges in Ireland? Would we go do one? Oh, I'd love, love that. To do I don't one. know if I want to get nudie, but I'd, I'd you wear my Batoko. Would you really not get nude with us? I've seen you somewhat nude. I remember. What? We were in a hotel room and I was watching you change. <laughs> this is a dream. That is a lucid no, no. dream. I just We've watching never you. been in a hotel room. We have. Yeah. We did our Irish tour and Sophie's pregnant oh, and I had tour. the parasite. <laughs> and you watched me get changed. Yeah. Oh, my parasite so could exposed. well have been early COVID. No, no. I mean, I was sitting on the bed talking to you at the time. I wasn't watching the shoot crack no, no. at the door. The little <laughs> way you were there. Lucid, like, The other side dream. of the glory hole. Just... <laughs> One Peeking eye through. Peering. But I was just like, Chase, I've never seen her body much. I think I let my eyes. Her body <laughs> much. Uh, <laughs> look at your body. Sorry. Is that really gross? Did I, is that a sexual assault? It wasn't sexy. <laughs> not that you were not sexy. You are very oh sexy. I wasn't I sexy. Up. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Oh. Apologies. Then. We end it there. Right. Then, no. Scouty is ca- in the room. You were saying all of this in front of Scouty. What time is it? That's good, too I wow. feel like I've Does that mean Robert Durst Is getting on the high? Does en- Did in anybody In which case Somebody I, should Maybe we were in a coma Was that enjoyable Do you think to listen to I mean well, You know when you're like I enjoyed up. it I enjoyed it too Did you <laughs> Ferg was that good I Jen's like a man really Having really sex <laughs> She's like Well I enjoyed it Was that it. good for you Anyway we're here I'm doing an amazing thing uh, Next on the hive If you're not in Now's the time it's a timeline of Robert Durst. You remember him? He's died. He's died. Sad or a, whatever. But his victims are also dead. <laughs> Not funny. Not funny. <laughs> no, don't let her cut it. They she hate, has to keep they the other stuff it. in. Then she has to live by they the sword, die by the sword, Jen. When I'm glib, I'm not, I didn't mean to, be, I just did a, I did a. She did a glib. I did a glib. It's, it's you all did a glib. that. But look, get if in. you haven't heard of Robert Durst, don't Google him and get your Robert Durst like introduction from Jen O'DWY. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be so good. If you think, oh, just a, mm, just a murder sounds kind of boring. No. The man did so much more. He, he once, he decapitated someone with, as I recall, his bare fucking hands, more or less. Sophie. Or he may have started it with an implement, but he finished it. There was a bow saw. But he, okay. not only did he yes do that and confess to doing that, but got away. Scott had a whole trial. Yeah. You may be wondering trial. how the fuck did that happen? And I'll the tell answer you all is join us on very the Patreon. Rich man. It's literally oh. the cheapest patron gone. It I actually was, is. I'm paying more for everyone else I'm patronizing. Me too. Yeah. Should we? Let's no. hike it up. Why don't we do a monthly sweat lodge and that's the top tier? Get in. <laughs> Come into get my meditation. Patreon.com forward slash the creep dive. Now you are under getting four quid a month. Now you or join never. for one month and you could just binge. I, I mean, actually, I don't even think you'd have the like, time. For... Join now. We might have a big row and end the creep dive any day. Yeah. And then we'd all set up individual YouTube channels and start vlogs. So now's the, the time. Sexual is, is getting to hard to deal Bye. with. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry like that. Watching you get changed. 
Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.